It's confession time in the cafe today. Come on inside, grab a beverage, and pull up a chair. It's time for the Growth Strategies Cafe podcast designed specifically for female online business owners. I'm your host, Teresa Cleveland, and I believe we can all make a difference in that having a successful online business is one of the best ways to do that. Let's be real though, growing an online business isn't always easy, it definitely doesn't look sexy all the time, and it's one of the most fulfilling endeavors you can take on. There are no secrets to building a successful business, there's just the stuff you don't know yet, and we'll be talking about it all here in the cafe. Whether you're on your way to six figures or beyond, you are in the right place. So grab your favorite beverage and pull up a chair. Let's get to it. Welcome, welcome. I'm Teresa Cleveland, your host here at the Growth Strategies Cafe. Thanks so much for stopping by today. It is so good to have you here. First up, I am super excited to let you know what the Growth Strategies Cafe podcast is going to look like this year. In 2022, in the spirit of sustainability and continuity, I decided that I wanted to have the same lineup of guest experts all year. So I reached out to seven fabulous women who rock their area of expertise. I invited them to join me throughout the year to help support you as you're growing your business. And as always, I'm sure that I'll pick up a few tidbits along the way myself. So each quarter, you're going to hear from each of them, along with a monthly episode with a guest who's going to share a pivotal moment in her journey. You know, that's where we started the podcast from back in 2020. And then, of course, I'll be here monthly myself. So let me tell you about this lineup. I am so stoked about this. So we've got Mindset with Mindy Hebner, Business Finances and Profit First with Jenny Davis, Content Marketing with Lacey Boggs, Leadership with Kimon Napier, Beyond the Bullshit with Sarah Kahn, Branding with Courtney Freetag, and Self-Care with Teresa Nelson. Pretty stellar, right? I am so grateful that you're here and we're all looking forward to serving you this year. These are all really important parts of our business and I wanted us to be able to have time throughout the year to talk about all of them. Next up, I've got a confession to share. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In case you're new to the podcast and or me, I'm going to give you a little bit of background, okay? I've been in the online space full-time now for about 13 and a half years. And then for a couple years before that, I was (laughs) part-time. I know, it's like a dinosaur in internet years, right? Well, during that time, I've built my own business. I pivoted as I've mastered new skills and recognized different opportunities to grow and make a greater impact. It's been really incredible to me, the choices that we get to make and the things that we can do and build. Seriously, the possibilities are immense. 
I've also had the pleasure of being inside of other people's businesses, everything from startups to seven-figure businesses. Oh boy, believe you me, there have been all kinds of adventures, things that challenged me, things that took my breath away, everything from walking out onto a new stage, like shaking inside and just thinking, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, just breathe, right? (laughs) Because it's scary. And shaking hands with and leisurely sharing dinner with some of my mentors, people that I never dreamed that I would have the pleasure of meeting, let alone supporting them and their businesses and calling them my friend. It's been humbling, exhilarating, and everything in between. It's so crazy to me when I look back, and I'm incredibly grateful for all of it. Now, let's be honest, though, okay, because it wasn't always like that, right? We don't always hear people talking about the other side of it. Those jobs that I applied for and I lost, you know, with the job listings or job opportunities. I've had launches that opened and closed to crickets. The projects that I didn't even bother applying for because when I saw in the comments some of the people that were applying, I thought, oh wow, I'm totally out of my league here. So I didn't even bother applying. Attending conferences and meeting some of those quote unquote gurus who, you know, just looked right through me, kind of scanning the room for their next great catch or having to chase down payments from clients and some that inevitably I ended up having to charge off. And then there were the clients who changed their mind two months into a six month contract, hiring a team member who ghosted me or just wasn't the right fit. And it's all the other things that come with being in business this long. But again, all in all, I love this job. I love that I get to do what lights me up. It's been an unbelievable ride and I would definitely do it all over again. And honestly, when I look back, I have the same ups and downs that anyone else has had in the course of their business. And over the years, what I used to call my nemesis has journeyed alongside me. So sometimes it's quietly like sitting there just looking for the perfect opportunity to rear its ugly head. Yep, I'm talking about imposter syndrome and who I have had many encounters. You know, I can't help but thinking about that saying, you know, when you do something new, when you um, are growing in your business and you're raising uh, up to that next level as new level, new devil, because it definitely shows up for me when I'm stretching and growing. And Unfortunately, I don't always recognize it, though. So, I mean, there's the everyday variety that shows up, right? It's all the who am I to do this work, charge this amount, things like that. And then, of course, there's the I'm too thin, I'm too heavy, I'm too ugly, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm the wrong race, I've got freckles, I'm the wrong gender. Just all the ones that, you know, come in with those. There's a lot. There's so many that come up now. And I think, though, as we start maturing in business and as we start catching on to those thoughts, we're able to recognize it a little bit faster, right? And that's good news. Well, guess what I've noticed? Imposter syndrome seems to grow with us. My experience has been that it becomes a little more subtle, almost sneaky. Yeah, sneaky even. And my last run-in with it took me quite by surprise. I mean, totally didn't see it, didn't recognize it. Before I realized it, I was down the freaking rabbit hole and didn't realize it until I was months down the road. And here's what happened. Back in 2020, I reached a point in my business where I wasn't happy. You know, I was burnt out. Projects were out of scope. I was working way too much. There was no fun and it definitely wasn't sparking joy. Now, I would notice some things here and there and I thought, you know, okay, okay, I need to sit down. I need to think about this. But, you know, duty called and work needed to be done. Teams needed to be be managed. And, you know, I was managing other people's businesses at that time and it, it just wasn't lighting me up anymore. 
Not to mention that I turned 60 that year. My family structure was changing. My mom at that time was 79. She's 80 now. But uh, she was trying to find a place to live, you know, closer to me so that we could spend more time together. And I mean, she wasn't hours and hours away, but now she's like two and a half miles from me and we all get to spend more time with her. And that's awesome. But at that period, that's what was going on. She was looking for a place. You know, my son was growing. There were just so many things going on. Oh, and let's not forget, we were in a pandemic. (laughs) Jeez Louise. With all of that going on, the discontentment just kept getting louder and louder and I was restless and I knew that I had to do something before everything imploded. Now I've shifted my business before, as I mentioned earlier, and I thought, okay, this I read the writing on the wall, it's time. Okay, this is good, it's time to do this. And there was even a thought, an idea that had run and been running around in the back of my mind for a while. Well, not really like all the way in the back because I'd even talked with my team about it. And as I was working in other people's businesses, managing those, managing my own team, I noticed that a lot of the prospect calls I was getting were from people who didn't even have a team yet or an infrastructure in their business. They were just in a place where they knew what they wanted to do. They didn't really know the business end of it and how to grow from where they were. They were really looking for someone to help them figure out what came next. You know, how were they supposed to make this thing they were doing sustainable? Because they were making some money at it, but it's just like, oh, what do I do next? Because, you know, we all hear all the noise that comes at us. And a lot of these people were new to the online space. And unfortunately, though, with the business model that I had then, I really wasn't the best hire for them. And I would explain that, give them all the information that I could and refer them to other people. And I remember saying to my team, you know, I wish there was a way that I could work these work with these people. I wish there was a way, even if it's in a group, I just wish there was a way that I could work with these women and help them lay that foundation that they needed to make their business successful and sustainable. It made sense. And the more dissatisfied I became with my current model, the more attractive that became. So I thought, okay, all right, I'm going to do a group program. I've helped my clients create their programs, understand the tech behind it as well. I know the ins and outs. Great. So we did. We set up the plan so that I could offboard my existing clients over the next few months and set everything in motion because I wanted to be able to focus just on this shift. I planned for it to take about four to six months. And up until this time... Imposter syndrome was keeping its head down, staying quiet. I was confidently moving forward. Okay, it was like, all right, here we go. And as I began working on my offer and my messaging and stuff like that, it popped right on up there to remind me of some things. (laughs) Things like 90 some percent of my business up until that point had come from referrals because I built my reputation over the years. So I, you know, had networked and people would send clients my way. And this is going to be a different audience. And what are you going to do now? And it reminded me that I was going to have to prove myself all over again. You know, that was, you know, that seemed really daunting. You know, instead of thinking, oh, well, I'm going to take all this wisdom that I have and what I've learned in my experience and, you know, help people do it quicker. Imposter syndrome doesn't help you, right? It's not telling you those things. It was just like, oh, you're going to have to go out here and prove yourself all over again. Oh, and let's not forget, you're 10 years older now than you were when you started out in the online world. Oh, that one was a low blow because I've never given my age a thought before. I'm 61 now and I it doesn't 
mean anything to me. They're just numbers. I have so much fun. I don't know what 61 is supposed to feel like, but I feel awesome. Now, I'm not going to lie. I got sidelined for a minute, like with the help of friends that I confided in. I bounced back. You know, they reminded me of what I know and that there were plenty of people that would love to learn from someone who's been there, done that, that the years of hands-on experience was a huge asset. And then I was like, all right, cool. Up and out of my went, right? I planned out the course modules, the lessons, worked with my copywriter, my tech lead, and others to bring this thing to life. It was really happening. Now, something interesting happened right around that time. In passing, you know, somebody would say, oh, so-and-so was telling me this or that about you. And sometimes I heard directly from them, you know, from my peers and my mentors that were saying things about me and the way that they viewed me. They were lovely things. They made me say like, wow, oh my goodness. And you might think it was flattering and really made me proud. But here's the weird thing that happened. The truth is that as I'm going through this shift and this feels like new territory to me, every time I heard one of those compliments, it was like another wave of panic that just like came and it sat on my freaking chest. And, you know, of course, that was accompanied with thoughts like, holy shit, if only they knew the truth. Like what on earth would make them think that about me? And what's going to happen when they find out they're wrong? Yes, ma'am. Imposter syndrome had struck again and all of his paralyzing glory, right? Because it does. It's, it's paralyzing. And oh my goodness, it truly on my chest, I can, I can feel that in this moment, just talking about it, you know, and I was so enveloped in it and feeling all of that, that I didn't see it. I just knew that I had to do something, right? So of course, I came to the conclusion that I couldn't let them find out the truth. I had to become who they thought I was. So I finished setting up my group program because that's what she would do, right? The she that they thought I was, that's what she would do. She would set up the program, she would execute it. And I got so tied up in all of the details, making sure that everything was running perfectly and all of that. We did everything that we were supposed to do, almost. We built the programs, we have the technical side down, making the membership, the course program, the sales page, emails, the whole thing. We had it all in place and here's where we opened the crickets and closed the crickets. Now, I wasn't surprised as I saw it playing out in front of me, right? Because I've been behind the scenes enough to be able to diagnose the problem. I had neglected to build my audience, that new audience, right? That it would take to support a launch like that. And up until that shift in my business, I'd been working with clients in a way where I only worked with three to five clients at a time. That's all I needed to work with. There'd never been a need for me to build an audience like I needed to build now. And especially, like I said earlier, 90 some percent of my business came to me through referrals. And I had gotten so busy trying to be the she people thought I was that I felt flat. <sighs> boy, oh boy. I, you know, that's, I thought that's okay though, because I'm just going to pivot I looked at it and I'm like, that's okay though. There's a lesson in this, not just for me, but for people that I, other people that I work with, you know, and I thought, okay, I, and as far as bringing in income, I'm just going to pivot to get shit done days. So think like a VIP day, right? Because I like projects that have a beginning and an end. I like them and, and it made sense. Well, I'll just do the get shit done days because this will be like my bread and butter in between launches and things like that. 
because maybe I would launch that group program later. And I started putting all of that together, got it all set up, the tech parts and all the things that, you know, a lot of other people struggle with. And as I was building out the offer, there was just something about it that didn't sit right with me. I know that some people do them, they're fabulous, and I love that it's an option for people to, you know, create business that way and for others to learn that way. Personally, I love to work with people one-on-one when I'm doing something in my business because then I can get all my stuff done and work through a big chunk of my business. Sometimes I don't want to be part of a group. I just want to be, I want to be all about me so I can get my answers and move through quicker. But when I was creating that offer, I just thought, you know, the things that I do with clients and working with them, I go deeper. I need more information and I want to go deeper. I want to learn about the person that I'm working with. And as I thought about it, I thought, you know what? That's why on the VIP offers, you see that, oh, you get either a number of days, hours, weeks, calls, whatever to ask questions once the VIP day is over. And I just didn't feel like I could talk about the get shit done days in a way that resonated with me. And if it doesn't resonate with me, of course, how the heck am I going to go out there and talk to somebody else about it, right? And of course I didn't. I didn't tell people about it because it just wasn't sitting right. And I became, during that time, I became so frustrated because I realized that underneath everything was that driving thought, you know, that one that I have to become this person that everybody thinks I am. And then I realized that's where it had snuck in from the very beginning. And it just slid right in in there and I didn't see it. And to me, I just thought it was just really sneaky the way that it got in there. And I'll tell you what, it fucked with my head. And so bad without me even realizing what was going on. And I couldn't figure out like, why can't I go out and tell people about the things that I'm doing? Well, I couldn't go out and tell them about it because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And you know, of course, you get those little add ons there in the journey where you're thinking, Oh, my God, they're going to be like, what the hell is she doing now? I thought she was doing a program. Now I heard she's doing VIPs. Like, what is she doing over there? What if like, I will say now being on the other side of that, I'm just like, I don't think people were even paying any attention and people who knew me knew better but it really was it was a period of growth for me as I went through there and I tried to figure all of it out I knew that something was very very wrong and I knew that no matter how hard I tried and the things that I had done already and I couldn't figure out what else to do I knew that I couldn't fix it I just couldn't put my finger on how I was going to fix it and as always things worked out the way they're supposed to though I was at a podcast networking event and I came across the incredible Mindy Hebner, who, as I mentioned earlier, she's our mindset expert this year. Her vibe spoke volumes and she seemed to be genuinely having fun. And I knew that I wanted to have her on the podcast last year because it just, I wanted to share that energy with everyone listening. And when we met, to talk about her being a guest on the podcast, I was just blown away by how intuitive she was and straightforward. She says what's on her mind in a way that is so caring and simple, like you just get it. And you also get that she's going to call you on your shit too. But it's just what you want in a coach. Like some of the things that she had asked me or just said to me in passing a normal conversation really got me thinking. And I realized how far down this rabbit hole I had gone and how far out of alignment I was. And that's when I was looking back at the time. That's when I realized that all those incredible women in my life who I had heard say these kind and wonderful things about me, if they were paying attention during that time, I'm sure they would have said that that period of me trying to be who I thought I was, was the time that I was least 
least like the person they saw me as. And as I started working with Mindy, oh my gosh, it was such a relief to work with somebody to know that here's an expert that could help me really dig into this and get to the bottom of it. And I was shocked at how quickly things started to fall into place. And the thing that I've realized today is that in order for me to be the person that they thought I was, all I needed to do was continue to be me. That's why they thought I was that girl, because I actually was. Oh my God, talk about a mindfuck. Obviously, it was something that I needed to go through so that I could see it, right? So that I could really get clear on some things. Uh, Byron Katie says, how do we know that this should be happening? She says, because it is. So when I start to look at things that way, it's looking at the things that are happening and not saying, oh, this shouldn't be happening to me. But looking at it more as, you know, what do I need to learn here? And that's it. It had to happen the way that it happened. There were lessons that I learned, people that I met, and it prepared me for what was coming. I asked Mindy the other day to give me a quote about imposter syndrome. And Mindy said, imposter syndrome is an opportunity to remind yourself of your true identity, not your ego's identity, and to ask yourself if you're in alignment with the business or life that you're creating. Hot damn. That's exactly what it is. And gosh, I'm so grateful to be on this side of it. But it is just that, right? And I can tell you today that I am more confident than ever. I stand in who I am, what I do, and who I help. I'm a mentor, coach, and strategist all rolled into one. And I help women step into their power, discover the possibilities, and implement clear, actionable steps to grow their business. That's what lights me up. And that's what I'm here to do. Now, I want to say I don't call imposter syndrome my friend, but I also don't call it my nemesis anymore. I understand that it's there to teach me something, to give me clarity if I'm willing to take it on. So today, what I wanted to do was just share that it doesn't matter if you're brand new in business, if you've been here for two years, three years, 10 years, 13 years, doesn't matter. Take heart. I want you to step back, look at what's going on, Listen to some of the things that you're telling yourself that you may not even be aware of. And then reach out to someone who can help you if that's where you're at. Like I said, sometimes we can reel it in ourselves because we're catching on to it. Sometimes we can reach out to a friend. And other times, you know, it gets in there, sneaks right on in and gets you before you even know it. And thank God there's Mindy and others out there who do mindset work that can help us really meet it head on. And I also want you to know that you know, just because you go head to head with it one time that it's not going to come up again, right? New level, new devil. So as we grow, it's going to show up. So um, I don't know about you, but there have been times in the past where I'm just like want to beat my head on my keyboard because it's like, I've already been through this. My God, we have to do this again, right? And it's so frustrating sometimes. I just felt like at the time, like I must not be doing this right if I'm going through it again. But it's just, it will continue to come up. And again, it's just data, right? If we stop and meet it head on and something that we can analyze and look at and say, is that true? Is that not true? What do I need to learn here? That's all I've got for today. I do want to let you know, though, that Mindy and I are going to be talking about imposter syndrome in April. And we even have somebody that's going to be joining us. And Mindy's going to work with her to help her get through her stuff. If you have any questions, 
definitely come over to the Facebook group, drop those in there. Mindy's in the group. All of our experts are in our Facebook group. So if you have questions about anything, be sure, come in there, tag them, and uh, they'll be happy to answer questions that you have. If you want to send us some questions for, you know, any of the upcoming episodes, like the one Mindy and I are doing, then go ahead and drop that there. You can get there by going to growthstrategiescafe.com forward slash Facebook. And until next time, embrace your brilliance and own your future. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Growth Strategies Cafe podcast. If it resonated with you, be sure to share it on Facebook and tag me to let me know how you're using this info to grow your online business. And of course, you're always welcome in our free Facebook community and you can get there by going to growthstrategiescafe.com forward slash Facebook. Hey, while you're at it, go ahead and invite a friend. We'd love to have you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.